following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good afternoon, and welcome to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Over the next hour, you'll learn how to see your true self in the midst of life's twists and turns. You'll be challenged to think outside of the box when it comes to the mysteries of life. Now, here's your host, Andrea Matthews. Hi, good afternoon. We're talking today to Lisa Coffey, who is a lifestyle and relationship expert, a psychotherapist, sociologist and the host of coffeetalk.com as well as the author of the relationship book what's your dosha baby discover the vedic way for compatibility in life and love with all of her different media and services she spends her time helping people unveil the boundless possibilities and pragmatic wisdom that dwells within them she's essentially the media's go-to person when it comes to dating and relationship advice having appeared on many tv shows including the today show and her own coffee talk tv yet lisa's expert knowledge of ayurveda feng shui, aromatherapy, hypnotherapy, and other ancient philosophies give her relationship advice a unique twist as she offers ancient wisdom to help us solve contemporary problems. Welcome, Lisa, to Authentic Living. We're so glad you took of your time and energy to talk with our listeners today. Oh, thank you so much. I love your show. Well, I appreciate that very much. Well, first I want to do, what I want to do is sort of give our, our listeners a little sort of informal educational blurb. Some of them know about Ayurveda and some of them don't, so I want to Tell them, what, what do you, when you say the Vedic way, what is the Vedic way? Well, Ayurveda is India's 5,000-year-old science of life, and it basically explains the nature of everything in the universe. So that's a lot, you know, everything in the universe that encompasses everything. So it has to do with um, ourselves and our environment and the people in our lives, our relationships the food we eat, the things we do, our work, everything. So um, understanding the science and the philosophy behind Ayurveda really helps us to live our best life possible, to be our healthiest and our happiest. Okay. So there's a lot that folds into that. One of the things is a dosha. You called your book, What's Your Dosha, Baby, which I love that title. Yes. And um, so what is a dosha? Okay, basically, in Ayurveda, there are five elements, and everything in the universe is made up of these five elements. That's air, space, fire, water, and earth. So we, as people, are made up of those elements. The trees, the buildings, our desks, our computers, everything is made up of those five elements, just in different proportions. So to simplify, Ayurveda took those five elements and came up with three doshas. And the three doshas are the way those elements express. So vata is the first dosha, that's V-A-T-A, is made up of air and space. 
and you recognize a vata person if you're if you're looking at vata in nature it would express something like a hummingbird or um a gazelle if you're looking at a tree it would be like a bamboo or a birch tree they're long and lean and airy you know air and space very airy um when you look at people, it's almost the same kind of a body style, so long and lean, it, tall or short, but you can see, like, um, the bones protruding a little bit and the veins protruding a little bit, um, dry skin, dry hair. If you look at celebrities as examples, because we all know celebrities, right, mm-hmm. um, it would be somebody like Uma Thurman, Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, Jim Carrey, Will Smith, so you can, you can see how they're all kind of lanky in their body type. Um, it, with the Vata mind, the Vata mind is very restless. It's very active. Um, people who have ADD, it's usually a Vata disorder because it's way too much air and space in there. Um, it's a little bit hyperactive, unsettled, that kind of thing. Um, they move very fast, very um, creative. A lot of people in the entertainment business are Vata types. It seems to attract people who um, get bored easily and like to do different things all the time. Um, so the upside of Vadas is they're very um, friendly and engaging and funny and creative. The downside is that because of all that air and space, the accumulation of it, they can also have a lot of anxiety and nervousness. It's very difficult to travel. Movement um, kind of makes Vada people sick. You know, they get motion sickness and stuff like that. Um, also, the dryness of the dryness in the skin and dryness in the hair. And Vada is seated in the colon, so when there's dryness in the colon, that's when you get constipation and everything. So the Vada digestion is very sensitive, and they need to be careful in that way. Okay. So that's one. That's the Vada type. The second type would be Pitta. And Pitta is made up of fire and water. So, of course, because you have that fire, you have a lot of heat in you, and heat creates um, passion and ambition and things like that. It's um, good leadership qualities. In nature, you would see Pitta in a tiger or an eagle. They're very ambitious. They're goal-oriented. Um, in a tree, it would be like a pine tree, very lofty, just reaching for the stars, really strong, sturdy, but very upward movement. Okay. Um, and as far as celebrities go, it would be somebody like... Um, Donald Trump. He's a very much a businessman. He's very ambitious, very intelligent, and you can also see a little bit of redness in his skin and his hair, and that comes from the heat of Pitta. Um, other celebrity famous Pittas would be Madonna, Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston. Um, a lot of famous politicians and athletes are also Pitta because they're so driven, and that's what gets them places. So the upside for Pittas is that they make good business people, they make good leaders. The downside is that when they're out of balance, they can be angry, they can be bossy, they can be um, judgmental. So we want to keep the Pittas in balance so that everybody can get along with them. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, and then the third type are the Kaphas. And Kapha is made up of earth and water. So earth, of course, is very grounded. So these people are um, very down-to-earth, very loving, very warm, um, sweet. 
in nature, you would see kapha in an elephant or a swan or a tortoise. Very kind of slow-moving and methodical, easygoing, serene, that kind of thing. Not one to get into fights with other animals or anything. They're just kind of easygoing. In a tree, it would be like an oak tree with lots of branches and deep roots. And that's kind of how the um, kapha people are. They have... They're very family-oriented. They have good friends. They have friends that they've kept for all these years, you know, those kind of things. Like they remember their best friend from kindergarten. Very, very loyal people. So celebrity-wise, kaphas tend to be the most beautiful of all the doshas. And you would see kapha in uh, George Clooney, in um, Jennifer Lopez or Beyonce. Um, They have beautiful skin, thick, dark hair. You can really see the um, big lips, like Angelina Jolie is another example. Um, Big eyes, big lips, and thick hair. They're very philanthropic. They have all this love in their heart. They make good parents. They make good doctors. They make good teachers. They're very much people, people. Um, So the upside for coffees is that they're very loving. They're very good with people. Um, they're very, um, they keep a good home, and it's, they're very warm in that way. The downside is that they can be hard to motivate. Um, they can get very complacent and kind of lazy. You know, they kind of like the same old, same old is kind of their thing. So um, they need stimulation. They need to get up and go to be kind of, they need a kick in the butt every once in a while. And they're also prone to weight gain. So... Um, they need to exercise quite a bit to keep that to keep the weight off. They love food, so <laughs> of course it's easy to gain weight when you just love food and love to be at home sitting around. So, so then that's their downside. Right now, you can imagine that since we have all of the five elements in our system, we also have all three of the doshas in our system. So you can probably relate to one or more of those doshas, and it's just that. We're all, we all have them in a different proportion. So we have all of the doshas in our system, but our particular dosha is like our fingerprint. It's unique to us, and that's what makes us ourselves. So what you want to do, the, the first thing you want to do is to take a dosha quiz or see an Ayurvedic practitioner and find out what your unique balance is. And when you know what your balance is, then you can um, implement lifestyle and diet Um, routines and strategies so that you can stay in balance and you can be the best you that you can be. Right. And you have one of those quizzes in your book, What's Your Dosha, Baby? Yes. And I have it online at my website, whatsyourdosha.com. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. So is it possible for somebody to, I know you said we all have all of them in in us, but is it possible for somebody to sort of be essentially both Pitta and, and Vata? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of people who are double doshas. Yeah. Yeah, in equal amounts. And and some people in rare occasions are triple doshas. They're equal balance of those three. Mm-hmm. And so then what you kind of do is you have to follow um, seasonal recommendations, and you have to work harder to keep yourself in balance because you have to be in tune with what's going on in your life. See, all of us are born with our dosha. We are what we are when we're born with. But because we get out of balance, and things like stress or the weather or, you know, things outside of us, our age even, has an effect 
on what our state of imbalance is. But we can counterbalance that with um, the different lifestyle routines. Right, right. So in your book, when you're talking about relationship, what you're talking about is, is two different doshas trying to get together. Or right. similar doshas trying to get together. Right, right, right. So basically, um, my, my book is trying to tell you that you need to learn to love what is. And that's the basic tenets about Ayurveda is you, when you understand how the doshas operate, then you know that how someone is is their nature, and then you don't try to change them. You love and accept what is rather than what you think should be. So you don't try to take that tiger and say, why aren't you a swan? Why aren't you acting more like that swan over there? I really wanted to marry a swan, and you're a tiger. You know, you just don't say that to them because you know that's not possible. You right. say, oh, here, kitty, kitty, let me tame you. You know, let me, <laughs> let me help you express, let me help you purr instead of roar, you know, that kind of thing. So you, you work with the system rather than trying to work against it. Okay. All right. So that's the, that's the first step. We understand now a little bit more about Ayurveda, and we know what the, do, the doshas are. Mm-hmm. And over the next segment, we're going to be talking a little bit more about relationship in general and how that applies to the doshas. Okay. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This is Andrea Matthews with Authentic Living. See you in a minute. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. I begin each day with an intention to be open to guidance, to expect guidance, to trust and appreciate when guidance comes. With these intentions, each day is easier to navigate. Hi, I'm Sonia Choquette. When I decided to trust my guidance and further my education, I chose the American Institute of Holistic Theology, A-I-H-T. with a soulful pathway to deep learning. In my own home, on my own schedule, I earned my Ph.D. in metaphysics. You know, the value of wisdom only grows, and in developing our own gifts, we can help others evolve, too. That's how it works. These self-paced programs in holistic health, metaphysics, holistic ministries, parapsychic science, and holistic theology can embolden your spirit to change the world. And the time has come for us all to do our part in changing the world. So in this moment, call the American Institute of Holistic Theology. The number is 1-800-650-4325. In this moment, visit AIHT.edu. All my love. Karen Varner can provide you with an exhilarating angel empowerment reading that will explore the potential and possibilities yearning for expression in your life. Whether family, career, money, or health concerns, you'll discover your answers in your reading with Karen. Jason from California shares, I was a little skeptical about cards and angels, but Karen managed to awaken me. I highly recommend this gifted psychic. Contact Karen for phone readings at www.angeltouchedreadings.com or call 602-679-3423. 
You're listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back talking today to Lisa Coffey, a relationship expert and author of the book, What's Your Dosha, Baby? And uh, we spent the first segment of the show talking about the different doshas and what they mean. And I, I want to encourage our listeners, if you have a question for Lisa Coffey, please feel free to call in, or you can email me at andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com, and I will read your question to Lisa, and we can get an answer for her that way. So I'm, I'm tuned into my email as we're talking, and, and so feel free to do, do it that way as well. Yeah, I just tweeted it, too. I tweeted okay. your phone number. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And uh, All right, so what I want to talk about this time is now I, I'm a therapist. You've been a psychotherapist. You're not uh, uh, actually literally seeing clients right now, but, but um, we all know, we both know, and most of us in the world know that there's a lot of relationship issues out there in terms of you know how to re- have actually relationship skills, how to talk to another person, how exactly. to maintain the relationship, that kind of thing. So, how do these doshas apply to those kinds of skills that we have to apply to relationship? Okay. Well, when you understand what your own dosha is, then you understand how you operate, how you tick, and what your temperament is. And so that's the first step: is you understand how you are and what you need. Now, for example, I'm a Vada. So when you put two vadas together, that's not necessarily the best match for a marriage, a lifetime of being together, because it's an imbalance. You have way too much vada. So it's not saying that you can't marry a vada. It's saying that if you do marry a vada, be aware of some of the challenges that you're going to face in that relationship. For example, both of you are going to be disorganized. (laughs) (laughs) That's just the way it is, you know. Both of you are going to get worn out quickly, you know, get bored easily, those kind of things. So um, if you're prepared for that and you can compensate for that with other tools, then you're going to be better off. So you might say, okay, we're both disorganized, so we're going to have to hire an accountant to do our taxes because otherwise that's never going to get done, you know. Um, We're going to have to hire a housekeeper to keep us on track and that kind of thing. So so you just kind of um, compensate in other ways for the challenges that you're going to face. Now, on the other hand, if a Vada marries a Pitta, that's an easier match because the Pitta is organized. The pit is on top of things. The pit comes up with a plan. And so now you have more balance in your, in your life and in your marriage, in your household. So the pitta balances the vada by being more organized and more logical, you know, so to speak. The vada balances the pitta by making that person less of a workaholic, by adding more fun, more lightness into the relationship. So you've got balance the heat of the pitta with the coolness of the vada, and you have a nice warm climate. See? That's mm-hmm. kind of how it works. Absolutely. Now, if you have the vada who's very airy and, you know, kind of all over the place, now with a kapha 
that's a good match, too, because the kapha is more grounded and more centered and more stable. So you have the little hummingbird flitting around, and then you've got the beautiful swan nice and serene, and you have a better balance between the two of them. So the kapha helps the vata to be more stable, and the vata helps the kapha to be more spontaneous and more fun-loving and, um, you know, that kind of thing. Like, let's get up and go. Let's just do it. Who cares if you want to stay home? I want to go out. So <laughs> that helps bring balance to the kapha's world, too. Right, right. Yeah. So it works that way with the other um, doshas, too. If you have two pittas together, then you have a lot of heat, and that translates into arguments. So pittas, they like to be leaders. They want to be the boss. If you've got two pittas, you're going to be competing all the time who's in charge. You know, so I counsel pitta couples. You know, you can definitely be married to another pitta. A lot are attracted to each other because one of the reasons is why, because pittas are very passionate, they have great sex. So they're just like, who cares if we argue? Makeup sex is great. You know, it's like worth it. But what they need to do is to assign themselves different areas of expertise. So he's in charge of this part of the household. She's in charge of of that part of the household. He's in charge of this trip. She's in charge of that vacation. You know, they make different decisions, so it's separate but equal, and then they know their place, you know, that kind of thing. It can't be... uh, president, vice president, because nobody will be happy. It has to be co-presidents, but in different areas, and then, then they're happy. Yeah, I see. I see. And then when you have two coffins together, what you get is a lot of couch potato stuff. You get they don't want to exercise. They just want to stay home and watch TV and eat, and they're just so happy just being together and, you know, hanging out. But that's not good for them because then they're going to um, – gain weight and they're not going to see their friends and then eventually that's going to turn into depression because kapha, that heaviness, when they're out of balance, translates into depression. So we don't want that. So what they need to do is to, um, if you're in a kapha kapha marriage, you need to really get on a program where you're um, watching your diet, where you have things scheduled out all during the week, you know, different things to do and, and take turns deciding, okay, Saturday night we're going to do this, Friday night we're going to do this, um, Monday we're going to have friends over, you know, so that you're really having that stimulation all along. Right, right. Yeah. So in these cases, this implies that there's a cooperative effort between the two and they're not really trying to change each other, so that I guess would be the, the big the big deal is to help people understand that acceptance is the name of the game. Absolutely. That's totally the bottom line in Ayurveda is don't try to change each other. Understand that their dosha is their nature and just this is the way they are, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Makes yeah. life so much easier. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so do you ever see people sort of change a little bit on their own? I mean, not by being influenced by someone to change, but... There does does a kapha become a little bit more pe, uh, pe, uh, pitta, or a pitta become a little more vada? Or does that ever happen? Well, what happens is they express themselves more fully. So a kapha becomes a better kapha. You know, a pitta becomes a better pitta. So rather than you know being the 
angry workaholic Pitta, they become the focused, um, driven, organized Pitta. See the difference? Absolutely. They have they bring out all the good qualities of that dosha, and that's what you want to do. Okay. Well, the thing I really like about this, and I hope our listeners can hear, is that it really allows you to be who you really are authentically, and it doesn't ask you to move beyond that so that you can have an, another partner. And I think so many of the problems we have in a relationship is, is that one, of the, one or both partners are trying to give up themselves to have the other one. Yes, that's so true. And, and it doesn't work, does it? It doesn't, absolutely not. Not for the long haul, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that whole notion of I'll sacrifice you know, part of my, I'll give up my pound of flesh, so where's yours now? <laughs> right, and that's so unnecessary. Right. I mean, if you both understand, you know, who you are and you support each other, then you can be better people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. Well, there's lots of different ways to look at relationships, but one, one of the primary things that uh, we're talking about today is the the idea of coupled relationships, a husband-wife uh, you know, whether gay, straight, or whatever, just the two, the, the two different people that are meeting together sort of in the middle and trying to find a way to balance their lives. Right. But you can also talk about this in terms of parenting, and you do in your book. Oh, yes, absolutely, and it's so very, very helpful with parenting. Um, now, the way Ayurveda works um, over our lifetime is that when we are children, we are more in a kapha state because kaphas are more laid back. And, you know, when you think about it, kids don't have as many responsibilities, so they're going to be more laid back. They're going to be more loving. Um, They just don't have the worries and the problems that you do as you grow older. So they're more influenced by kaphas. Little babies are just like pure love, you know. You don't know what their dosha is. They're just like pure love. Um, Then when we get to be about age... 20 or so, then a lot of that pitta starts kicking into our lifeline because we have more responsibility of a job and finding a partner and a career and buying a house and paying bills. And and that's kind of like the pitta portion of our life. Then after we're about 40 or so, then the vada part of our life starts to kick in and um, we can be more creative because we, you know, hopefully, who knows, but we have our life partner, we have our house, we have our career, everything's just kind of set. Now we can be creative and travel and kind of explore more of who we are as a person, not just as a um, citizen, you know? Right, right. Okay, so, so there is an evolutionary process that we can experience from all parts of ourselves. Yes, exactly. Um, but let's see, what was your original? Well, no, I was just mentioning, I just wanted to mention that it can also be used for parenting. Yes. So basically, you'll start seeing in your kids um, the doshas mostly when they start school. So when they're like in kindergarten, first grade, you'll start seeing the doshas express. Um, and you'll recognize a Vata child because the Vata child is the one that's always kind of spacing out when the teacher's talking. They'll be doodling on the paper or looking out the window or, you know, doing things up and around when they're not supposed to be. Those kind of like hyper kids, those ADD kids, that's the Vata kid. Mm -hmm. 
um, the Pitta kid, the Pitta kid is the first one to raise their hand. Teacher asks questions, Pittas, raise their hands, you know, and they're the first one. When there's a class election, they want to run. When it's um, who wants to be on the team, they want to be the team captain. You know, when it's, um, you know, Girl Scouts, I want to join, you know, they're the ones that do that. Those are the Pitta kids. And then um, the Kasa kids are the ones who they have their best friend, and their friends are the most important thing, and they want to be with their friends all the time. And and this also translates into their learning styles also, which is very helpful to know as a parent. Vada kids and, you know, Vada adults also when it comes to learning, although we don't, you know, need to be in school and sitting there, you know, six hours a day, which for kids sometimes this is torture, you know, but as adults we can learn in our own way with our own learning styles. But if you understand the learning styles by dosha, it's very helpful when a kid's in the classroom. So a Vada kid is going to learn very quickly. They just get it, get it, get it. You know, it's like, yeah, I got it. Okay, on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. They got it. They learned it. But the problem is they don't retain it. They don't remember it. It doesn't stick. Okay, All well, I'm going to have to interrupt is, you there, and we're going to take a little break, and we'll come back to the uh, the uh, Kaffa Kid when we get back from the next break. Okay. Back in just a moment. Okay. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! Uh, There you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt U.S. Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. I begin each day with an intention to be open to guidance, to expect guidance, to trust and appreciate when guidance comes. With these intentions, each day is easier to navigate. Hi, I'm Sonia Choquette. When I decided to trust my guidance and further my education, I chose the American Institute of Holistic Theology, A-I-H-T. with a soulful pathway to deep learning. In my own home, on my own schedule, I earn my Ph.D. in metaphysics. You know, the value of wisdom only grows, and in developing our own gifts, we can help others evolve, too. That's how it works. These self-paced programs in holistic health, metaphysics, holistic ministries, parapsychic science, and holistic theology can embolden your spirit to change the world. And the time has come for us all to do our part in changing the world. So in this moment, call the American Institute of Holistic Theology. The number is 1-800-650-4325. In this moment, visit A-I-H-T dot E-D-U. All my love. What can you tell me about SkillsUSA? SkillsUSA teaches you employability skills. So you know how to deal with people, you have teamwork, your resume is going to look awesome. Well, it's important to know your technical skills, but not only that, to have soft skills, the skills of learning how to communicate with people. 
web at skillsusa.org. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. You're listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back with the second half of our show, brought to you by the American Institute of Holistic Theology, the school that's meant to help you fulfill your dreams to help yourself and help your world. Uh, we're talking today to Lisa Coffey, a lifestyle and relationship expert and author of the book, What's Your Dosha, Baby? And we were talking just before I had to interrupt you, unfortunately, and um, to, uh, you were talking about the Kaffa kid, so I want to finish up with that part before we move on. Right. Okay, so the three doshas, again, are Vada, Pitta, and Kaffa. And the Vada kid learns quickly, forgets quickly. And the Pitta child, they're the kind of kid that always asks why. They have a very logical mind. So if you want a Pitta child to learn, then they, you need to answer their why questions. Um, they're very much visual learners, too. So if you can kind of draw them a map, kind of outline things, diagram things, that helps them, too, so that they can see it in their minds, not just hear it. You know what I mean? Um, And then the Kaffa child, the Kaffa child tends to learn things very slowly, um, very methodically, and it might be frustrating sometimes, you know, because you're you're thinking, oh, they're never going to get this, they're never going to get this. But the upside is that when they do get it, they remember it forever. They've got it. They have it nailed. So, you know, if you've got a, a Vada kid and a Kaffa uh, kid, and you're trying to teach them both the times tables, the Vada is going to be like so impatient. Yeah, I got it, I got it. And you quiz them right then and there. Oh, yep, got it, you know, and they're good. And the Kaffa is going to be banging their heads against the wall going, I don't get it, I don't get it, I don't get it. But you stick with it, you know, and then they kind of understand. And then the next day, the Vada blows the test because they didn't remember anything you taught them, and the Kaffa gets an A. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just the way it goes, you know. Yep, yep. Okay. Start teaching right. Nevada all over again. <laughs> so, okay, well, let's let's kind of go there for just a minute, and then I want to talk some more about primary relationship. If a parent is working with these chil- this particular children, recognize, and I'm sure there's some listeners out there right now going, "Oh, okay, that's little Johnny, that's little Mary. I get it. I see." Okay, so what what can they they can do these particular things? They can be more visually oriented for the Vada. Right. And uh, with... No, with, for Pitta, you're more visual-oriented. Oh, I'm sorry. I got with, it wrong. Yeah. And with, with Vadas, um, they are very um, tactile. They, they like um, touch and sound. So Vadas, when you tell them something, they hear it better, you know. Um, so basically, you know how some kids, they like music to study with and everything? That's kind of how Vadas are. If they have music going while they're studying, it really does help them. It helps them to remember. And when you're trying to teach them, 
if you hold their hand or pat their shoulder or something, that helps to ground them, and that helps them to learn, too. It helps them to be more in um, present moment awareness. Okay, okay. Those are some cool cool techniques that we yeah. can Yeah, and then like with kapha, because they their um, major senses are taste and smell, what's good for them is if they're chewing gum while they're learning because huh. those are stimulating and it kind of keeps them present and it keeps them, it does something to their brains so that they learn better. Right, I'm sitting here thinking about now, I'm a baby boomer, so you can know my generation, but... I'm sitting here thinking about all the teachers who said, you can't chew gum and you can't listen to music. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> we all have different learning styles, That's so right. you got to adjust, accommodate. Yes, absolutely. All right, well, let's move on to primary, back to primary relationship a little bit now. We talked about uh, relationship skills, and those are really just real important to relationship. I really think there's three things that build a relationship. One is you got to love each other, and then you got to have compatibility, and then you have to have both of you have to have relationship skills. So... So what kind of relationship skills would the different doshas bring to a relationship? Well, the vada is um, the vada is very spontaneous and loving and funny. So so they can add that to any um, relationship. If you're in a relationship with a vada person, um, what you need to know about them is that they can be easily distracted. So don't take it personally. You know, if if you're talking and talking and everything, and they're like, um, "What'd you say?" You know, don't take it personally. That's just kind of the way their mind works. They've got a whole bunch of stuff in there, and they don't know what to think about first. So you just can't take it personally. Um, to help your Vada person stay in balance, or if you're a Vada yourself and you want to stay in balance, it's a good idea to eat warm cooked foods because that will make that is easier to digest. And the vadas have a very sensitive um, digestive system. So warm cooked foods are best for them. Um, the other thing that is really good for vadas to stay in balance is what's called abhyanga. And abhyanga is a warm sesame oil massage. And anyone can do this, and it's balancing for all the doshas. But because vada is so um, rough and dry and cold, this is like the perfect balancing thing to help vadas be the best that they can be. So what you do is in the morning before your shower, you heat up a little bit of sesame oil. And the way I do this is I just put it in a little, like, travel shampoo bottle, you know, and put it in a sink filled with warm water. And that way you get it to about skin temperature. You don't want it hot because you don't want to burn yourself, um, but you don't want it, like, cool so that it's not comfortable to put on your skin. You want it warm. Right. And you're going to start at the top of your head on days that you wash your hair. I don't wash my hair every single day. So on the days I wash my hair, I do the top of the scalp. You want to do the circumference of your ears and the soles of your feet. That's where you really concentrate because... Um, those have all those reflexology points. In Ayurveda, they're called marma points. And basically, by massaging your ears or your feet, you're also massaging all those internal organs. So that helps you to um, stay in balance. And basically, you're going to go long strokes on the limbs and round strokes on the joints. And you do your whole body this way in this beautiful warm sesame oil. And it's just so decadent. You know, it's great. 
Um, and then you ideally want to leave it on for 15 or 20 minutes. So a lot of times what people do is they'll do their abhyanga, then they'll do their morning meditation, and then they'll go take a shower. But if you can, if you just have to take a shower right away and you don't have time to leave it on, just do it anyway because you get the benefits. Basically what abhyanga is going to do is it's going to moisturize your skin. It's going to tone your muscles, so it's going to help keep you young. It helps the skin to release toxins, which is very important, especially for vatas because we get that buildup of toxins from anxiety and stress and stuff. And it also helps to um, soothe the nervous system, which that's really important for vatas because we get like, ah, hyper-anxiety, worry, 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 you know, um, pervasive thoughts go on and OCD and all kinds of stuff with vatas. So... It soothes the nervous system. It's like a tonic. So you just take a nice warm shower after that, pat dry yourself, and and you're good to go. You have this beautiful kind of um, protection throughout your day of this this oil on your skin, and it's great. Um, If you're having trouble sleeping because there are sleep disorders for each of the doshas, uh, Bianca, before you go to sleep is really good. Or you can even just take a little bit of sesame oil and rub the soles of your feet, and then you can put socks on or whatever. But that really will help you sleep better at night. Okay. But that's probably, you know, the best thing for um, Vata is to keep Vata in balance to be um, better in relationships and get along with everybody. Is if you're in balance, then that's good. So for Pittas, um, for Pittas, what you need to do is you need to stay cool and in temperament and also in temperature. So, you know, don't get too overheated, angry, that kind of thing. Don't overwork. They Don't bring work home. You know, don't be that workaholic that's sitting at the computer all day because that's just going to get those pittas out of balance. Um, they need to come home and take a cool shower or swim in the pool or have a nice cool drink. Not ice cold because ice, will put the digestive fire out. We've, got, we've all got a digestive fire called Agni, and ice will put it out, and we don't want to put it out. But they do want to tame it because pittas, when they're out of balance, they can get ulcers, and a lot of that just comes from that um, fire that's in. They have too much. They get indigestion and things like that. They need to avoid spicy foods because that will just make more fire, and they don't need more fire. Now, the raw food diet is very popular right now. A lot of people are talking about it. Pittas can handle a raw food diet because they they have a strong fire that can cook the food inside of them. Basically, in order for food to be assimilated into our bodies, it needs to be cooked. So food is either cooked outside the body or inside the body. So since vatas have a poor digestion, low fire, when we put raw food into our bodies and the body tries to cook it, all we get is like gas and indigestion and everything. So that's not the best idea. Right. Okay. Well, that we've got the vata and the pitta and uh, what they bring to the relationship and how to sort of balance them. And we're going to talk a little bit more about kapha and we're going to hear more about um, how you can get in touch with Lisa Coffee in the next section. So... We'll be right back in just a moment. This is Andrea Matthews, and this is Authentic Living.
awakened media for a transforming world. Seventh Wave Network. Over there, over there's the water. Whoosh, whoosh. And look at all this stuff I'm standing on. It's called sand, and it's everywhere. This woman may sound silly to you and me. It's made up of little tiny pieces of rocks. Teeny little pieces of rocks. But to her two-year-old son exploring the world around him, <laughs> she makes perfect sense. How does it feel when you touch the sand? Is it warm? Uh-huh. It's hard to hold in your hand, isn't it? Uh-huh. Learning starts long before school does, and children are naturally curious. They want to learn. So follow their lead. Take simple, everyday moments, like sorting laundry or playing on the beach, and turn them into learning moments. Is this water? No. Very good. This is sand. Oh, no, no, it's not food. It's sand. We don't eat sand. <laughs> turn everyday moments into learning moments. Find out how at bornlearning.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. I begin each day with an intention to be open to guidance, to expect guidance, to trust and appreciate when guidance comes. With these intentions, each day is easier to navigate. Hi, I'm Sonia Choquette. When I decided to trust my guidance and further my education, I chose the American Institute of Holistic Theology, A-I-H-T, with a soulful pathway to deep learning. In my own home, on my own schedule, I earn my Ph.D. in metaphysics. You know, the value of wisdom only grows, and in developing our own gifts, we can help others evolve, too. That's how it works. These self-paced programs in holistic health, metaphysics, holistic ministries, parapsychic science, and holistic theology can embolden your spirit to change the world. And the time has come for us all to do our part in changing the world. So in this moment, call the American Institute of Holistic Theology. The number is 1-800-650-4325. In this moment, visit AIHT.edu. All my love. America is facing a skilled workforce shortage. Skills USA can help. What is Skills USA? Skills USA is life changing. Skills USA is awesome. Skills USA is one of the biggest opportunities life can give you. Skills USA is amazing. Skills USA is motivating. Skills USA specifically prepares you for the workforce. Skills USA empowers students to connect with a network of people, starting with their classmates, to their advisors, to other people in their states. Skills USA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. I'm doing something now that's going to be applicable in the real world, and those skills are going to be useful today in school and in five years when I'm working and for the rest of my life. Skills USA. On the web at skillsusa.org. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. You're listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. 
888-447-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back with our final segment, talking with Lisa Coffey today about her book, What's Your Dosha, Baby? And we were talking during the the last uh, segment about um, what the different doshas bring to a relationship and also about what you can do to sort of help balance that out. And we got through the Veda and the Pitta, uh, or Vada and the Pitta, I need to say that correctly, and um, want to talk a little bit about the Kapha. Right, and kapha is really important when it comes to food because, you know, like I said, they're prone to weight gain. So if you're a kapha or if you have a kapha in your life, you want to make sure that they don't eat heavy foods. So no fried foods, um, avoid red meat. And the best thing for kaphas, believe it or not, is no dairy. Dairy can be really bad for kaphas because kaphas, kapha is seated in the... Um, chest area. And coughs are prone to things like allergies, sinus, congestion, those kind of problems. And dairy just aggravates that. I've had so many people um, who are coffee types that have told me that when they cut dairy out of their diets, that they could breathe more easily, that it literally changed their life. So that's the most important thing for um, coffees. Don't overeat. You know, watch the sweets. Don't eat after 7 o'clock at night. Um, you know, Ayurveda has a lot of recommendations that are good for all of the doshas, and one of them is that you have your largest meal of the day between noon and 1 p.m. because that's when our digestion is the strongest. That's the pitta time of, time of the day. So if you eat lunch as your largest meal of the day and then you just have a small dinner before 7 p.m., then it's going to be much easier for you to manage your weight. Okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and okay, first I want to do this. I want to make sure that our listeners have a way of getting in touch with you and um, get, learning more about you. And so tell us about how they can do that first before we go into Okay. Well, if you want to take the dosha quiz, go to whatsyourdosha.com. And that's my website that's all about Ayurveda. Um, I also have um, an eight-week e-course that I'm doing with Dailyom, and there's links to that on there, or you can go to dailyom.com and um, look at their courses. And it's uh, the way it works is it's um, eight weeks of lessons that are both uh, written and on video, and you get one lesson a week, and it's really good. And Dailyom is so cool because you decide how much you want to pay for it. If you can only afford a dollar, that's fine. They'll take a dollar for it. If you're like hey, this is such great information, it's invaluable, I want to pay $100. You can pay $100, <laughs> but it's the same course for everybody. It's you decide what you want to pay for it. Great. Um, so that's good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then my um, home site is coffeetalk.com, and it's coffee like my last name, C-O-F-F-E-Y-T-A-L-K.com. And on there I've got... Um, a system called Letters to Lisa. So if you want to write me a letter, it's kind of like a Dear Abby thing. You can ask for a relationship advice or Ayurvedic advice or anything you want, and um, I will write you back, and it's all free. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay, so I really would encourage our listeners to take advantage of that wonderful opportunity. It sounds like really you can learn there, you can uh, grow there, and it's just a great opportunity. So really, I ask you to check it out. 
Yeah. I've got all kinds of newsletters that are free. I've got free um, meditation music videos. I've got free coffee cards, recipes. I mean, free stuff like crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I like giving stuff away. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. That's great. And and I'm sitting here looking at your um, website right now as you're talking, and there's uh, things about purpose and transportation and fashion and career yeah. and finance and the whole nine yards. It's a, like a different section for every la- little aspect of your life. Right. Yep, right. that's the idea. So. Okay, that's great. Okay, well, uh, I want to ask one more question um, before we just don't have a whole lot of time left. Um, but I do want to say we... we one of the things you said that uh, uh, Vada would bring to relationship was spontaneity and sort of um, a, an easy, loving nature. Did I have that right? Yeah. And then a pitta. What do they bring actually to the relationship? Um, Pittas bring direction to a relationship. So it's like um, they'll tell you where you're going. Or they'll help you plan for your retirement. They'll help you decide where the best place is to live and and keep your finances in order and all that kind of stuff. You know, they um, they know the business part of a relationship. You know, they'll keep the credit card, the, the checking account balance. They'll make sure the credit cards are paid. They'll put you on a budget, you know. They'll, they know how to operate the marriage and the relationship as if it were a business, you know. Okay. So and also mentioned good. passion and great sex a little while ago. So that's oh, great it. sex. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Very good laughs> that. throw that in here. Yeah. Okay. And what about the kapha? What do they actually bring to the relationship? The kaphas are very romantic people because they're very loyal and they're very like appreciative and they're full of gratitude and, um, you know, I think that's that's a wonderful quality to have. And I think if I think the world needs more kapha. Than anything, because because coffins just are are love. They're um, they're they're that sweetness. Um, you know, they're yeah. they're nice people to come home to. They're nice people to spend time with. Um, they just they just uh, give love a lot, which is great. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So so in, in, each one brings their own thing to the relationship, and one of the things about relationship not only is acceptance but appreciation. Yes. And it's clear that you have a real, uh, because you understand Ayurveda so well, you have a clear uh, appreciation for each of these types. And I guess that's what I would encourage in our primary relationship is go to, go to Lisa Coffey's site and, and take the test and find out your type and uh, have your partner take the test and find out their type and have a discussion about it and and talk about you know how you can what it is you appreciate about each other that is the things that you bring to the relationship right. out of your natural style right and then also like in um what's your dosha baby I paired up everybody so if you're a vada woman with a pitta man or a pitta woman with a kapha man you can look and see all the different challenges um, that you're going to have and all the different strengths that you're going to have in that relationship. And there's tips to help you overcome the challenges and just focus on the strengths. Right, right. Well, that's, that's wonderful. Thanks. Lisa, you have been delightful. I have oh, really enjoyed you. it. And I really appreciate you being on the show. Well, I appreciate and- you having this show for all of us. It's a wonderful way to spread the wisdom. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And listeners, next week we're going to be talking to Paul Farini about embracing your true shelf your true self, not your true shelf. And uh, your job, if you choose to accept it, is to give birth to yourself. See you next week. 
Thanks again for listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Join us again next Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time here on the 7th Wave Network. We'll talk again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.